Sadi Gimel, Amud Beis, at the beginning of the ninth parak. Hagaizel Eitzim Ba'asan Kalim. If I steal your wood and turn them into utensils, Tzemer, I stole your wool, Ba'asan Begadim, and made them into garments. Mishalem Kishas Hagazela. When I have to pay you back, normally in general, if I steal something from you, I should pay back the same thing. But here, apparently, there was a change, and therefore I pay you the value of what it was worth at the time that I stole it. Kama. Gazel Parma Uberis Vilato, let's say I stole your pregnant cow, and then when it was in my possession, it gave birth. Rachel Teuna Ukazuz, I stole your sheep laden with wool, and then I sheared the wool off. Mishalim Deme Para Haimedis Leilate. So what do I pay you? I pay you exactly like it was the time I stole it, which is a pregnant cow that's about to give birth or the value of a sheep that has wool on it, let's say I stole a cow from you, I don't know, uh, a couple of years ago, and then it became pregnant at Sloy when it was with the Gazlan and Yalada gave birth, or Rachel, the Gazlan stole a sheep, it didn't have much wool on it, much hair on it, Vinitana at Sloy Ukizaza, and then it grew wool, it was by the thief for a while, and then he sheared the sheep, sheared the wool off. Mishalim Kishasa Again, he has to pay like it was worth at the time that he stole it. Zahaklal, I underline Zahaklal. Here's the general rule. Kol HaGazlanim. Anyone who is a thief, Mishalim Kishasa should obviously return the item itself. However, if that apparently is not possible, Mishalim Kishasa he has to pay for what it was worth at the time that he stole it. Amri, the Gemara asks a question. Our Mishnah had said, here's a three-word quote, right angles, Eitzim v'asan kalim. So if I stole your wood and I turned it into a kli, in, yes, that's apparently when I would acquire them, and if I want to pay you back, which I should pay you back, I pay you back the monetary equivalent. However, if I did something less, let's say I stole some raw wood, shifun, and then sanded it down a little bit, lo, I would not be able to pay back money, I'd have to pay back the wood itself. Or, three words, right angles, from the Mishnah, Semer Vasan Begadim, if I stole some wool of yours and turned it into garments, in, that's when I return the value of what I stole at the time I stole to you. Libnan, however, if I just stole some wool from you and made it white, in other words, in both the cases, I'm doing a little bit less, apparently, than what the Mishnah had said. Lo, I would not be able to give you the monetary equivalent, I'd have to give you the item back. The thing with that is, Ureminhi, we have a Tanaic source, goes for about two lines, and it seems to indicate otherwise. I called this Tanaic source the Roman numeral 1 Tanaic source, and here's what it says. If I guzzle Eitzim v'shifan, if I stole some of your wood and just smoothed it out a bit, Avanim v'sititan, I stole some of your um, rocks and chiseled them a bit, Semer v'libnan, I stole some of your wool and whitened it, Pishtan v'nakeu, I stole some of your flax and cleaned it a bit, then Mishalem Kishas HaGazela. Apparently, I have to pay Kishas HaGazela. I can't give the item back. And even though it seems though these changes that were done in this Bryce were a lot less significant than the changes done in the Mishnah. So which way is it? Do you already, if you make a little change, return only the monetary equivalent or you have to make a much more significant change? Amr Abaye. I circled Abaye. Um, he's the first approach. And about... Eight, nine lines later, first words of the line of Ravashi, I circled Ravashi, he's the number two approach. 
So Abayi says as follows, Amr Abayi. There's a big difference between the author of the Mishnah and the author of the Bryce that we just had. Tana Didan, I squiggle underline the Tana Didan. Our Tana, the author of the Mishnah. Ketani Shinui Dirabanan Dahadra was listing off changes that are not real 100% changes, they're changes on the Rabbanan level, the Koshikin, and all the more so if you make a Shinui Deoraisa. Now, we're going to see that actually what's going on in the Mishnah is kind of a little bit different than the way we had initially explained it. And it goes like this. Colon. Here's a three-word quote from the Mishnah, the first case. The Mishnah said, kalim. So if I stole your wood and made them kalim, well, I actually stole, we're talking about eitzin, um, uh, pieces of wood that are mishupin, sort of like uh, uh, beams or uh, boards. Umaynihu, water eitzin mishupin, like already um, sort of smoothed out boards, that would be nisarim. So I stole a bunch of uh, boards from you. Deshinui dehadule baraisa hu. Because let's say I take them and I, I don't know, I stack them up in a way that I don't change them, and I turn them into some sort of maybe like a platform or a box. De boy mishlef for if I wanted to, I could simply pull out those uh, wood beams that I stole from you and return it. That's a shinui that even though it's a durabonan, uh, it, it, it can easily be uh, returned to its previous state. So too, the case in the mission of three words and right angles, Semervasan Begadim. I stole your wool, I made a Begadim. Now, we're not talking about like uh, a sweater here. Rather, what we're talking about is what I stole from you was Semer Tavi, already spun wool, and I turn it into like I push or press the wool together in such a way that it makes uh, a piece of material. The Shinui, that is a type of change. I made the change, but it's a Shinui Dehadolid Baraisa that could go back to its previous state, who, if I want, I could take it apart and return it to you, but yet still I can uh, pay the monetary equivalent, the Kol all the more so if it was a real Shinui Daraisa. That's the Mishnah. The author of the Brisa that we had now about seven lines ago, that was listing off Shinui, Shinui de Araisa Ketani. Those were the ones that, according to the Brisa, uh, since it's like a full fledged Shinui, that you would um, return the monetary equivalent to the person it was stolen from. However, the author of the Brisa would hold that a Shinui de Rabbanan, Lo Ketani, was not listing off those types of Shinui. That's the first approach. Ravashi, who we had circled, is the second approach. Ravashi says, Tana Didan, the author of our Mishnah, also, Shiri Daraisa Ketani, was listing off Shinuis, the changes that are full-fledged Daraisa Shinuyim. And let's see what the cases would be. I'd put right angles in the next few words. When the Mishnah had said, Eitzim wood, Vasan Kalim, and made them Kalim, you know what type of clue that is? That's a Buchani Dahainu Shifan. Uh, Buchani is the pestle in a mortar. It sort of like looks like a baseball bat, a little one. You use it to like smush up uh, um, different herbs and things, or the pharmacist or the chemist will use it. Semer v'asan begadim, when the uh, Mishnah above that talks about wool that was stolen, and you made it into uh, begadim, what type of begadim? That's nimti, a type of, Rashi calls it a, a, a felt, um, that you would also, that would also be a Shinui Delo Hadra, uh, that does not uh, go back to its uh, previous state. You can't get it back to what its previous state was. Period. Now, we had said in the Brisa, now about 10, 11, 12 lines ago, 
the uh, Roman numeral one brisa that semer velibnan. If you stole wool and then you whitened it, that would be apparently a full fledged shinui. Really, velibun mihave shinui. Is that really a full fledged shinui? Question mark comma uriminhi. We have a Tanaic source. This one goes about a line and a half, and we will call it the Roman numeral two Tanaic source, and it's going to apparently say not like that. Uh, says the uh, brisa lo. Hispic litnoi loi adjet sevao. If um, in this case, what we're talking about is the ratios agez. Uh, anyone who has sheep, they uh, when they shear the sheep, they have to give a part of those uh, uh, beginnings of the shearing to the cohen. It's one of the matnas cohen. It's called ratios hagez. So let's say before they had a chance to give it to the cohen. Lo hispic litnoi loi. They didn't give it to the cohen yet. Adjet sevao. And then uh, for whatever reason, they dyed it. Uh, colored it, they would actually be putter from having to give it to the Kohen, because they, the uh, owner of the sheep of this wool, was actually it with that shinui, and uh, truth is, they don't have to pay the money for it, because it's not really uh, gezel gamor, because it didn't actually come to the possession of the Kohen. Kama. Importantly for us, though, the uh, Bryce concludes, or maybe it's a Mishnah, libnoi velot sevo. Let's say you just whitened it, and didn't color it, Chayiv, well, then he would be uh, uh, Chayiv to give it to the Kohen. Sounds like Libun is not a full-fledged Shinui. So what do we do with that? Well, we have three approaches. Amar Abaye, I circled Abaye, called him number one. Three lines later, near the end of the line is Rav, I circled Rav, <coughs> called him number two. And two lines below that is Rav Barov, and I circled that and called him number three. So three approaches. Here's the first. Amar Abaye, Loi Kasha, there is no difficulty between Brisa Roman numeral one versus Brisa Roman numeral two. Ha Reb Shimon ha Rabbanan. The Roman numeral one Brisa is Reb Shimon, who we'll see shortly, and the Roman numeral two Brisa is Rabbanan, who we'll also see shortly. De Sanya. Here is a Brisa goes just over two lines, and we'll see Shitas Reb Shimon and and Shitas Chachamim. Gazazo Tavai or Argoi. If you uh, sheared the sheep. This is again talking about um, racious hagez. There's a minimum amount. If you just have one sheep and you shear it, that's uh, not enough for the chiv to kick in to give the uh, first shearings to the Kohen. You have to have um, at least five sheep that you are shearing, each one with at least a certain amount of wool. Now, let's say, though, you gazazoi, you uh, sheared the sheep and tevo, and then you spun the wool, or you uh, argo, you uh, wove it into something, ain mitzaref, then you can't say that sheep number one was joined together, sheep number two, you're not going to get to five sheep's worth. Kama, libnoi, however, if what you did is you sheared one of the sheep and then whitened that wool, uh, sheared another and then whitened, you did that for uh, five uh, sheep's worth, uh, five sheep worth of wool, machalokas from Shimon, who we boxed Aimer, Ein mitzdarif, and I dot underline ein mitzdarif, and the chachamim who we boxed him, yes mitzdarif. So according to Rabbi Shimon, there will not be mitzdarif. Rabbi Shimon is the author of the above Tanaic source, who says uh, libun is a significant enough thing to do. Whereas the chachamim will say it will still be mitzdarif because they hold that libun is not a significant enough um, change to the raw wool. Rav is a different approach. Rav, we circle the second approach, Amar. Hava, ha, they're actually both. Roman numeral, Bryson number one, Roman numeral, Bryson number two, is Rav Shimon. Veloi, Kasha. 
It depends how processed it was. Ha, the second brisa was denaftse nefutsi. It's where it was um, combed out or the little pieces were sort of, the little soulless pieces were removed with the, the hand, which is not such a professional way to do it. And that's why it would be uh, not considered uh, able to mitzvah. Whereas the Rome number one brisa hadesruki or sarke sruki is where you, with a comb, in a more uh, efficient and professional way, combed out all of the imperfections. Rav Barovin, who's a third approach, I circled him. Amar ha de chivrei chavri ha de kavrei kevure. The Roman numeral two brisa was a case where you made it. Um, white. The Roman numeral one brisa is where you also made it white, but it's a much more efficient and effective way of whitening it. So when it was whitened in a like more intense, uh, uh, effective way, that's when it's considered enough of a shinui. Whereas when you just made it uh, white, but in a way that's not really, it's sort of still not totally white. That's the Roman numeral two brisa. Ask the Gemara. Hashta, the next two words are taken out, Tseva the Rebbe Shimon, Lo Havishin, who we'll see shortly that according to the Shita Shimon, that actually dyeing something, um, you know, giving it color, is not considered a Shinui. Libun Havishin, you tell me just making wool clean and making it very white is? And where do we see that Rebbe Shimon holds that? Uh, Desanya in the following Brysa. Brysa goes for three and a half lines or so and starts here. Says the Brysa. Gaza's Rishain, Rishain, Utsevao. Um, let's say you uh, sheared the first sheep and colored it. Rishain, Rishain, Utsevao. Or you sheared uh, one by one, and each one that you did, you then spun its wool. Or Rishain, Rishain, Varga, you uh, did each, you sheared one, and then you wove its wool, you sheared another one with its wool. Ein starf. Those. Um, even though there could be many sheep, could be five, could be 10, 20, 100, it's not going to be mid-starved to get you to the shear for Rashi's uh, uh, gez. Um, comma, Reb Shimon ben Yehudu, I underline, Mishum Reb Shimon, and here's the opinion that we are uh, one of focusing on, because it's a question within Reb Shimon, Tsevao, if you dyed uh, the wool as you uh, sheared, you sheared one sheep and then dyed the wool, sheared another sheep and then dyed the wool, it would, yes, be, Mitzaref and I don't underline Mitzaref, which is interesting because uh, apparently Reb Shimon, we thought it said that uh, Seva was not enough of a um, is not considered a Shinui. Here it says it is not considered a Shinui. So Amar Abaye, well, it's actually a Machlokas, a half box Abaye. He says Loikasha Harabonan Alibid Reb Shimon Harab Shimon Yehuda Alibid Reb Shimon. There's a machlokas into what Reb Shimon holds. According to the Rabbanan Alibad Rebbe Shimon, um, that seven is not a Shinui, but according to Reb Shimon Yehud Alibad Rebbe Shimon, it is. Rava, who we have boxed Amar, La Ilam Pligi. No, no, there's no machlokas. Lo Pligi Ali Rabbanan Alibad Rebbe Shimon Ben Yehuda. Vishaini Tseva. We're going to make a distinction now between when what you're doing it is dyeing it, I guess, a color. Shiny Tseva. I guess the Stam Tseva was not a permanent or as permanent type of coloring. And therefore, uh, you could use it, you can remove that coloring, at least somewhat, by using a, a nice detergent. Um, however, when you're going to whiten the uh, wool and you do like a proper whitening, 
that you would never be able to get it back to the sort of dirty outdoor look that the wool had on it before it was whitened. V'chikatani hasam, when we had said <coughs> over there, here's a uh, quote, uh, seven words from the Tanakh source, lo'i hispik litnoi it would be potter if you were not able to give it to the Kohen until you were tsevea uh, it. You would be potter, which sounds like that seva is a very permanent thing. That's a special type of seva. That's by Kala Ilan. That's usually uh, what you have in the concept of the phony trailer type of seva. It's sort of a bluish, uh, purple, uh, navy type of color. That stuff uh, you can't wash out with a uh, good detergent, period. Hot gun.